Well, hello world, and welcome to Confluence, the lifestyle where confidence meets influence. I'm your host, Charlie Marcole, and I'm so glad you joined in today. We will talk about so many exciting things, so stay tuned. I'm so happy you're here. What's up, Confluencers? How in the world are you? Welcome back to another exciting episode. I hope all is well in your world. And I pray that this month, the rest of this month, is filled with something other than extreme cold and COVID news. That winter storm showed the hell up and hell froze over. I wonder, is that the day my mama used to talk about? You know, when hell freeze over, baby, because it did. From Canada to Brownville, Texas, we felt the heat. It was wild. It was wild. It was nowhere to run. I couldn't get in my car and run to Dallas. I couldn't get in my car and run to Austin. I had to stand still and sit and stew in the coldness. I felt like I was on the bird box challenge at night, though. Child, when that darkness fell at night, you couldn't see the hand in front of you. It was like after seven o'clock, I closed the door and I wasn't open it for nobody. That was the scariest thing ever. But I'm sending you warm and loving thoughts to those that were completely affected by the whole situation. Heads need to roll especially in the great state of Texas. That was some mediocre shit. And that's all I'm going to say about that. But God has a way to remind you of what matters. Perspective was right at our front door yet again. You had to put it in perspective. What really matters? And that is what I'm going to share in this episode, Lessons from Yuri. The storm came right when I released the book, so I didn't get a chance to push it. I didn't get a chance to push it hard. Dick and a headache did well for the first three days. You have to get to know Kelly, Richard, Ellery, Nia, and Phoenix Grace. And I'm excited about the book and where it's going. So many people have called and texted me about the title and, you know, said, man, what a way to get back out there. Like I told you last week, it's been a minute and I needed to get back on the saddle. Sometimes you need to know if you still have that thing. But the title alone, I wanted to give people that head jerk. Like, whoo, where is Charlie going with this one? I'm going. I'm going there. So. Download your copy from Amazon. It is an ebook. And so many people have called and said, yo, I know you're trying to go with the times. But listen, I am old school. I like to flip and say, "Mm -mm." go back and reread it. And I went back in the lab and I'm happy to announce that. Dun, dun, dun. A soft back book is coming soon. So stay tuned for that. So with a softback book coming, that means it's going to be another launch and that you could get a signed copy. 
I will be conducting an interview about the OGs with Quay. She's going to interview me about the whole writing process and my mindset of the book. So stay tuned for that. You know, when we get together, it's going to be a hot one. Speaking of which, I hope you had the opportunity to listen to last week's episode, me and my girls, the Galentine's Day edition, talking about the power of good friends in your life. So go check that out as well. So download the book. It's only, listen, it's less than $6. And listen to the episode. It's free. Now, what are we here for? We are here to talk about the storm. I want to talk about lessons from this whole situation. You know, that's how I work. I get into something and I'm like, Lord, what is the lesson you want me to learn from it? Because I don't want to miss it. You know, you know, I'm thought out, but I know the word. I don't ever want to be like the children of Israel, being in the wilderness, wondering what my purpose is. I want to learn the lesson up front. I don't want to wander for 40 years. I don't even think I got 40 more years to give it. If the Lord let me live to 80 something, that means I done did something correct. Okay. But I always want to learn the lesson. And that's what is the beauty about perspective. This was a moment in black history. You know, February, we highlight and celebrate black history. So this was a revert moment for me. We had to revert back to the secrets of our ancestors in order to survive. I say to my people, but that was plantation life at its finest. Boiling water, filling buckets with water for later, eating by candlelight, <laughs> huddling together for warmth, and depending on your neighbor to survive. See, we've gotten away from that. So you probably over there laughing, but listen, I am serious. I'm serious. You have to learn and lean on your neighbor. And just like that, we went from 2021 to 1932 in a matter of minutes. See, I would be the first to admit I wasn't prepared. I wasn't prepared at all for Yuri. I didn't think a storm of that magnitude could reach third coast. Right? The Houston area. This is known to be the tropical area. We are actually below sea level. And I'm like, who is Yuri? Who is Yuri? And Yuri was an enormous winter storm that wreaked havoc across large sections of the United States. According to the National Weather Service, winter storm Yuri brought record lows and piles of ice and snow to more than 25 states. All the way from Canada to Maine to the south of Texas. Like I said earlier, there was nowhere that we could go. You cannot outrun the hand of God. No matter how you try. 
And in the wee hours of Tuesday morning, things shifted for me. I went from chilling like a villain to on chill for real. Like, you know, on chill, like blocks of ice. And I was without power, heat, a decent meal, internet, and a few other things that make my life extremely comfortable. But y'all, I'm here to tell you that I'm back. I'm here. And now I'm smiling. Now, shame on me. Because like I said, I know the power of God's hand. I didn't listen to the meteorologist. Okay. But I know how God works. And the words of our ancestor. The good Lord works in mysterious ways. And walking in a winter wonderland isn't that cute when you don't have a place to get warm. See, that's what brings on hypothermia. I had plenty of food. But I didn't take in consideration that the power, I don't think none of us did. I don't think none. We learned a lot about our state. I don't think none of us thought that the power will go out and it will go out for days. So the food in the refrigerator that I lost, eventually I will replace it or not. But right now, I just want to share the lessons that I learned. You got to stay ready so you don't have to get ready. And after, I mean, I put this in my phone, okay? I would rather have it and not need it than to not have it at all, right? So here's the list of lessons that I learned from this storm. Number one, it is best to be overprepared than not to be prepared at all. Being ready for any disaster is important to surviving and recovering from the disaster. Having an emergency plan and a disaster survival supply kit will help you through almost any kind of crisis, whether it's natural or caused by humans. There are real benefits to being prepared. Being prepared is huge because it minimizes the impact of the disaster. Listen to this. I pass by people's house at night. They had lights and I got mad all over again. But I only can be mad at myself. Not, I really want to knock on their door and say, can I come in and warm up a little bit? I'm going to say this. I got caught with my panties around my ankles. And that's the worst. That's the worst. Like you knew it was coming, but you didn't fully prepare for the worst. And I'm going to say this. Never Again, number two, food ain't the only thing you need, especially when you don't have power. There was no way to cook the food. I have a gas stove, so I had to learn how to force the pilot so I can get heat. 
At first, I was scared to death. I had to decide if I wanted eyebrows or heat. And luckily, I worked that thing out and I had both. But that was scary to me. So I need to keep a long lighter in my possession at all times, just in case that has to happen again. Right? People that survived, that had it going on, they use their crawfish cooking tanks in order to boil water and make stew and food. You see, I'm always in Home Depot for paint and trim and backsplash. But baby, let me tell you, I am buying me a propane cooking tank. Number three, invest in the operations of your home. Invest. I invest a lot in myself, right? But we're talking about the investment of our homes, where we lay our heads down at night. You need a generator, additional gas, batteries, etc. While shivering in my car searching for warmth and a phone charge, I vowed to myself that this could never happen again. And I made up my mind that I'm going to create a winter slash hurricane kit. I am going to purchase a generator or an inverter, right? The inverter is the one that plugs into the house that powers the whole home. And the generator is the one where you have to run all the cords. That generator situation scared me, but the inverter seems a little bit more cleaner. Space heaters batteries, updated flashlights. Y'all, when I untwisted my flashlights, the batteries were corroded on the inside. So it didn't matter if I needed batteries or not. It wasn't going to work. I need a solar power pack so I can charge my phone. Big bottles of water for like flushing the commodes. More useful and purposeful candles. Let me tell you the candles that really work. I go to Dollar Tree almost once a week and I sometimes buy candles for the outside, right? I have these cute little lanterns when I'm on my porch and, you know, I'm having a little, you know, wind down moment and I get these tall candles that sit in the lanterns. Well, I have to go on and bring them inside. But it was those Jesus or Catholic candles that did the trick. It did the trick for me. So I'll be purchasing more of those tall glass candles. You know, the ones that got the white Jesus on the outside. I'm going to purchase some more of those. Cover it, Jesus. Cover it. Light it up. Canned goods with pop tops and extension cards. And whatever else I need to make my life comfortable. I was so uncomfortable. But it is it our uncomfortable situations that we learn to do something about it. And I'm going to do something about it. Am I doing all right? I hope that you are getting something from this episode. All right. Number four, buy proper winter gear. Having the right clothing and gear can make a big difference in how warm and how dry you stay, especially during inclement weather. The type of clothing you wear affects how much heat your body loses through sweat. Avoid cotton, sis. Sis, 
Cotton absorbs moisture, which can cause your body temperature to fall. So I learned a lesson that Tuesday morning and I switched to fleece joggers and my uniform during Storm Uri was fleece joggers and sweatshirts every single day. So another thing, I have a lot of boots, cute boots, high boots, low boots, boots to the ground. But I didn't wear boots not one day. I covered my foot. So no more knee-high boots for me, especially during winter storms such of that magnitude. I am buying boots with the fur. Not so I can be in a low, 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 low. Not so I could be in that video, but so my feet can stay warm. I hate for my feet to be cold. My grandmother used to say heat leaves our body through our feet and through our head. So those are the two things that should be covered. Our head and definitely our feet. Number five, get back to the basic necessities and needs of life. So I have three closets full of clothes. And as you can see, or listen to what I said, I wore fleece every single day. My closets of clothes couldn't help me. But learning the fundamentals, knowing the fundamentals is how we survived. Learning the fundamentals can seem boring and a waste of our time. But it's important for you to know what it is. Otherwise, you won't know how to survive. See, our lives today are so cushioning and we have grown soft. But after speaking with my mom, she shared that this was the way of life for African-Americans that lived in rural areas. My mama's not that much older than me, right? So we're not that far removed. Mom, she suffered from the cold, but she was okay. She shared how in her house growing up, they had an outhouse for a restroom for the daytime. At nighttime, it was a pot you put next to your bed with water and pine saw, right? Then she also shared how they would use a wooden pot belly stove and put logs in to keep the whole house warm. You use that stove for heat. You use that stove to cook. And then you kept water in the house because it came from the well. In her words, she said, you learned how to make do. And see, many of us struggled because we don't know how to make do because everything is done for us. We made leaps and bounds, advancements in technologies, but we forgot the basics. We can't forget where we came from, y'all. We can't forget that. Because I know my mama wasn't the only house that lived that way. And I said, so it was a come up when y'all moved to Dallas and y'all had a house with running water, you know, a bathroom. She said that was like the end all to be all. You were somebody. Mama's only 65. Come on, y'all. 
So we got to get back to those basics, how we got over. Our soul got to look back and wonder how we got over. So we can't forget where we came from. That way we'll know where we're going and we can have a better appreciation for it. It's a better appreciation for it. Number six, hydrate and keep yourself moisturized. Listen, the melon still got a pop and the lips can't be chapped. Besides, there are major benefits of drinking water. Keeping well hydrated during winter ensures that the barriers are up to protect our bodies from common colds and flus. You want to make sure that your body is fully functioning and completely intact. To ensure that you stay fit during the winter, make sure you keep drinking water regularly. It helps fight and combat viruses. And you know that there are plenty of viruses during winter months, like the flu, upper respiratory infections. There is power in water. Water purifies, water cleanses, water restores. Keep that in mind. Number seven, we are the wrong people in office. The wrong people. We really need to exercise our right to vote here in Texas so we can get heartless politicians out of office. Did y'all see Senator Ted Cruz or Raphael? You know his real name is Raphael. He was catching flights and said, screw Texas and their feelings. He flew right up on out of here. He got flewed up, baby. And this is all I'm going to say. If you are a regular person and you got the hell up out of here, that's cool, fine, well, and dandy. But when you are a leader, when you are a leader, you lead by example. See, that's why certain people don't need power. It is influence, okay, that matters when you hold positions. Influence is what changes people's lives. When you give wrong person power, they simply don't know what to do with it. They misuse it. They abuse it. And what that tells me is that when it's time in 2024, we got to vote his ass out of office. That's why it's so important for you to vote, people. Because when you don't vote, it gives people seats and power that they don't deserve. The end. Number eight, WAP. W-A-P. Sorry, Carter B. Be mad at your girl. But it has a new meaning to me. I want that WAP and I got that WAP. Water and power. Water and the power. Water and the power. I'm feeling sane because I got water and the power. It ain't nothing like washing your ass in clean water. Being able to sit down and soak your body. Again, water purifies. And when you don't realize how bad you need it until you don't have it at all. See, I learned to appreciate my utilities in a whole 
another way. Water and the power. Water and the power. Mm, yes. Tis so sweet to have water and power. Let me add hot water. And number nine. Be positive. Shout out to my best friend. I don't know if you heard her on the last episode. She said, we all in this situation. It matters not if you say, well, my light's out, my light's out too. My light's out. My li-. Like what is going to be the change in the narrative? And when she said that, it dawned on me. See, it's the positive thinking that helps relieve the stress. Positive thinking improves health. Studies show when you are optimistic versus pessimistic, it overall affects your well-being and the betterment of your health. Positive thinking usually comes from being able to control your emotions. The locus of control was not within us. It was powers that be that we don't even know the names to. But what I can control, the happiness in my home, what's happening around me, the people that I consider to be friends that I'm going over their house to. Let me say this for somebody. In your cold season of your life, search for people that feel like sunshine. We all are in a dreary situation, but if I surround myself with warm, positive people, guess what starts to change? My outlook, my perspective. I start to have warm and positive thoughts. Thanks for the reminder, friend. And number 10. It is okay to unplug from the madness. At one point in time, I had to stop answering the phone. Paranoia leads to panic. And whether people know it or not, they're displacing their feelings on you. So I actually stopped answering the phone and sit quick Short text, I'm okay, I'm safe, I'm warm. I will give you an update later. You trying to figure out where I am, none of your business. You trying to figure, I just need you to know that I'm safe and I'm sound. And I will keep you updated. See, my sanity is what matters, not yours. Especially when we are in the middle of a disaster. I hope that I said something that was helpful to you today. That is how I survived, y'all. That is how I survived. Nothing more, nothing less. I got back to basics. I kept water beside me. I wore warm clothes. It didn't match, but I didn't care because it was the warmth 
that my body needed. I hope that you are preparing your kit for the next natural disaster. That's scientific. That's that global warming situation that we have no control over. We know that it's coming. So be ye prepared. Get ready so you are not caught with your panties around your ankles. Well, that's it for me this week. Remember to be a contagious influence everywhere you go. Be blessed and a blessing to others. See you next week, Confluencers. Oh, yeah. Be sure to check out the Original Girlfriends podcast with my sister friend, Quay. You are in for a real treat. It is available on all podcast platforms. Check into your favorite girls next door. We keep it real OG over there. Peace out.